listen to our list It's our top five picks It's objectively subjective So listen along Our lists are never wrong It's not subjectively objective It's objectively subjective Objectively subjective Welcome to Objectively Subjective, a podcast where we objectively give you our subjective top five list on many different topics, some current, some relevant, and others, potential sequels. I am one of your hosts, Paul Jansen, and I am joined remotely by... Blake Allen, Revenge of the Shid. (laughs) And this week's topic is movies we would like to see sequels to. So uh, this is uh, staying in the theme of what we've been doing with the video game sequels and TV show seasons. Uh, we thought we'd go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, we would do books, but Blake doesn't know how to read. So nope. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I don't even <laughs> like. In fact, my list has no research. So winging it, winging it. Classic. Staying with the lore. Staying with the lore. Dinging it. Dinging it. Wing dinging it. So uh. Blake, uh, Blake will probably be struggling through this episode this week uh, in more ways than one. So uh, we're going to try to uh, get down to it. Um, we have. We'll not- just tell. We'll just. We'll just tell everybody. I bought some pretty bad mushrooms. Not the. Uh, not the cool ones. The actual ones you eat from uh, Ingles last night. So I got the. The reruns. Got the. Got them reruns. <laughs> so. Uh, so, so yeah, so we're going to try to speed through this so he doesn't shit in his pants. Um, yeah. so, uh, and we, uh, this will be our last episode of the month of November. Um, if I'd have thought this through more carefully, we probably should have done something Thanksgiving related for this because it comes out the day before Thanksgiving. But, uh, well, what, what, what is there Thanksgiving? Oh, easy. Though? Our top five Thanksgiving sides. That's easy. Oh, so, well, yeah. I would like to do a food one while I have the. Yeah, so we'll do that. We'll save that for next year if we're still yeah. if we're still around. <laughs> if people are still listening to us, slash, we're still alive. So, um, but we'll see uh, how the day goes. Exactly, and then uh, we got December coming up. So I'm assuming we haven't discussed our exact topics yet, but they're probably mostly all going to be Christmas related, one way or the other. And then we're going to get to do right. some year end uh, fun. I think our, I think our final episode of the year should do something with our year end list. So we'll figure that out, though. We're, we'll iron those details out and get those out to you guys as soon as we figure them out ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll figure them out the day before we record. Yeah, this t- exactly. The, uh, this <laughs> uh, this time of year is uh, a little hectic for you know family and pa- uh, parents and between work and holidays and stuff. So the fact that we're able to get these out are a miracle. So it also doesn't. That's help. true. That is, that is very true. It also doesn't help when you're shitting yourself. So that too so once again we're going to do our top five movies we want sequels to this one was uh pretty easy for me um like I, this is this one was actually hard for me because i you know when we when we said we were going to do this list I'm like oh yeah i can do that because i had one in mind oh I, and then i started thinking about it, like wait a minute i yeah my mine was like it was pretty easy then i actually had to start narrowing it down and justify why some shouldn't make my list uh I'm not going to say anything. I have a feeling our number ones are going to be the same. Uh, <laughs> That's probably the only one I thought of. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be an easy list. Yeah. And then it wasn't. So that that was the first thing that came to mind when we talked about it. discussed it the other week for me. So we like, well, I could be way off base, but I'm pretty sure our number ones are the same. So uh, 
without further ado, let's go ahead and get down to it. So, Blake, once you hit the people with your number five movie, you would like to see a sequel to. All right. Uh, well, this one might come as a surprise. If you know what I mean. Uh, I'm going to go with The Amazing Spider-Man 3 with Andrew Garfield. Oh, that is a big surprise. Well, okay. This I love the first one. The second one was... Yeah. The second one was what is what is brewing in my stomach right now. Just a yeah. big heaping pile of mess. It just it was messy. That's the best way to that's the best way you can sum it up politely, is that it was yeah. a mess. But I was excited to see a third one because they led up to it. Oh yeah. And then of and then of course, you know, none of that's happening now. But I would still like to see it finish. The Sinister Six. I want to see dumbass Rhino. See what it was going to do. Paul Giamatti as Rhino. Yeah, I, I still want to see all of that. You know, so well, it looks but, like we're, looks like we're going to get Andrew Garfield at least. So <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess I'll have to take it. You know, like if they really want to make every Spider-Man fan happy, you know, you do the multiverse right. Like the mm. this next episode, this next episode, I guess so. Next movie is like a big multiverse, and then they spin off and then finish the other series. Like so, you get, oh. you get your fourth Tobey Maguire movie. You get your, yeah. and they acknowledge that that's in a separate world, and then you get your third Amazing Spider-Man, and that ends that trilogy, and then you can move forward with what everyone is acknowledging now as the real Spider-Man, which is Tom Holland. So yeah. it makes everybody happy. Everybody gets their finality to the other series because everybody wanted one more Toby uh, one, and everyone wanted. Everyone wanted the Sinister Six trilogy, like the finish, to finish that up. So, but well, you know, I, with with that, we were supposed to get the Sinister Six. We were supposed to get Venom and Carnage, which you know that's happening now. But that's what was it was that was supposed to be the first standoff of Venom, right? Yeah, that was going to be. The, uh, well, no, because we already had Venom. I mean, standalone, my first standalone movie with Venom. Before they before this Tom uh, Hardy Venom, it was supposed to be Venom and Carnage was supposed to be the first one. Right, well, it's going to be Sinister Six and then that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. but we'd already had Venom in Spider-Man 3. Well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking about, like, you know, with... A standalone movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a, a new one. Gotcha, gotcha. A solo. But, yeah, I was excited for the, uh, the, the Sinister Six. I was excited about it. Me too. I was too. I thought they set it up pretty well. Um, but uh, everything fell apart there, so... <laughs> but, I mean, reasonably so, too, was... Man. I've only watched it that one time in theater. Yeah, and it, I've seen it twice, but I uh, saw it in theater and once with Milo recently, or in the last couple of years. But uh, man, uh, and it was so good. They're bringing back the best part of it too. Uh, Jimmy uh, that Fo- is true. Jimmy Fox's Electra. <laughs> they, I forgot about that. Everybody well, cl- clamoring for it. They're clamoring for it. Oh man, you uh, reminded me that that's the best part of. All the Spider-Man movies, you gotta uh, bring them back. Look, it's it's still not as bad as like what Zack Snyder's doing with this uh, Snyder Cut Justice League. It's just like every week something pops up where Snyder goes, "Fuck it, that'll be in it." Apparently, a lot of it's gonna be black and white now too. So I, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, See, so I'm in. <laughs> it, I'm, I, in. I'm, I'm in for one reason. It's going to be worse than the original. It's gonna be. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be a train wreck. It's probably. It's gonna be funny. Oh yeah, it's gonna be train wreck, and the fact that I can watch it in four installments makes it easier to swallow. So I'm like, okay, I'll watch an hour a piece of trash, just to just to say I saw it, uh, because it can't be worse than the original. So, but I saw that new design. You, you say I about to say you say that? Yeah, that's true. I I, I saw the uh, the new image of Steppenwolf too, and he uh, whew, looks good by good. I okay, mean, good. Oh no, it doesn't look good. I was joking. <laughs> so uh. 
it, it, it's like he's got this new armor on him. It's just, and it's filled with, you know, my teenage angst spikes. It just spikes on everything. Spikes everywhere. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. So, it's tight. Um, anywho, so once again, tell everybody what your number five was. My number five is The Amazing Spider-Man 3 with Andrew Garfield. Right on. Okay, so uh, I, also, I also wanted to say this too. Like with most of mine, uh, I put the uh, I put the odds or percentage of what I think whether these will actually happen or not. Oh, ah, that's, so, that's a good little so, thing. Uh, so uh, with your with yours, the percentage of that happening, I think is about about one percent. I think it's about one yeah. percent chance of that happening. Unless I know what you just said, but yeah. I don't think I, that's a I lot. Don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot. But you never know. We'll have a better idea once the other one, other Spider-Man movie comes out. All right. So yeah. my number five is uh is a it's a newer, relatively newer movie, and uh I, it was it was heading right towards getting a sequel, but unfortunately, its fan base uh is the worst, and so my number five is I would like to see Solo. Two, I want to see the sequel to Solo, a Star Wars story. Um, this movie it, it came out in 2018, directed by Ron Howard. Um, it did okay in the box office, which kind of hurt because at this point, people were, uh, you know, all the Star Wars neckbeards were still mad about Last Jedi, which I didn't like myself, but I still went out and supported it and paid for it because I love Star Wars. I even bought the movie. <laughs> so, uh, but so the box office didn't do nearly as well as they had hoped for. Um, I thought the movie was a ton of fun. Uh, it is feel okay. So spoiler alert: if you haven't seen Solo, stop listening now. And now, so the end, <laughs> the end, the end of that movie is has Darth Maul in it, and uh, the first time we've seen him, they'll acknowledge in canon that he's still alive outside of the cartoons. And it, I got so excited; I was like a little kid again. It made me, it reminded me of being, you know, fourteen years old when the first one came out, and I loving Darth Maul. And I was like, "This is awesome!" And you know, Woody Harrelson was great in that movie. Obviously, he won't be back for the second one because his character didn't survive. But uh, also, spoiler alert. But I just thought the movie was a ton of fun. It was exactly what it needed to be. A Han Solo movie didn't need to be anything deep. It needed to be a fun caper movie. And then you build it into this transition movie, uh, with this, which would have been the sequel would have been, to kind of let us know how Han Solo got to where he was at the beginning of episode four. And um, it, like I said, I really liked the movie. Unfortunately, the, I think the fan base scared Kathleen Kennedy away from uh, officially announcing this sequel. Uh, on doing some research, there is a little bit of good news in the sense that the actor has been contracted for two more films uh, that played Han Solo. Uh, Ald, uh, was, I can't remember. Something Eldrick. I can't remember his name. Yeah. He is contracted for two more movies. So at least they have him under locks if they ever want to do another one. Um, and they've never they haven't put the kibosh on it but there hasn't been any talk about it really since they put it on hiatus because originally the plan was to 100 percent do a sequel but you know when they made this film it had they had trouble making it as too well too because you know uh those that phil lord and uh the the other lego guy tried to make it an ace ventura movie basically and so they had to stop production midway through and go get ron howard and so i i think that kind of put a bad taste in the studio's mouth as well uh, unfortunately, but uh, I do think the movie is more than more than merits enough. Uh, another story, I and I think it'd be 
if they were smart, it'd be a direct to Disney plus type thing. Even if they did like a little four part mini series where it was like four 30 minute long episodes, you know, or 35 minute long episodes to kind of wrap it up. Yeah. But, and, I, and I think people would be completely on board with that as much as people love Mandalorian. Exactly. And you could do it with that budget and in that style, people would be 100% in it. It could be the next thing they do, honestly, right after Mandalorian. It'd be awesome. Um, uh, so after doing research and stuff, though, I put this at a 50-50 chance that we're going to get a sequel to Solo. I do think it's still in the realm. They haven't shut it down. Uh, the movie's still only two years old. So um, there's still a good chance we get the sequel because it'd be unprecedented, really, for Star Wars to set up such a huge cliffhanger to not deliver. So Because mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars has been known for always finishing their stories when it comes to the cinema. So we'll see where it goes. Um like I said, the fan base kind of fudged this one. So, but uh, did you like Solo? Uh, I didn't see Solo. You didn't see Solo? It's on uh, Disney Plus, man. Ch- check it out. Yeah, I just, but I already knew all the spoilers. That's why I didn't stop you. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And I think we talked about this before, but yeah, yeah. I, th- I think you would enjoy it, man. It's good fun. It's a, a what I could call a watching movie. Just like you're like, man, I need something simple that I don't have to follow too hard because you already know where his character ends up. So you're like, mm-hmm. so it's just good fun. And Woody Harrelson is so good in that movie, man. Uh, it's a, I didn't know he was in it. Yeah, dude. He plays like his mentor type character. So, uh, uh, um, uh, but he, he's just Woody Harrelson. That is most Woody Harrelsonist. So uh, okay. <laughs> he's fantastic, man. I, 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 like I said, if you got about two hours to kill one day, man, definitely just uh, throw it on and watch it. Uh, I think you'd enjoy it. It's just, like I said, it's not going to wow you or anything, but it's it's fun. It's fun. So that's my number five. Uh, I'd like to see Solo 2, a Star Wars sequel. <laughs> so, um, so we're going to move on. Blake, to what is your number four? All right. My number four has had talks of a sequel, and it still might be in the works, but I don't know. And it's also a Disney product, and that's The Simpsons. Oh, it's uh, for what I understand, it's 100% getting a sequel. That It's 100% because I, I haven't heard them talk about it in a while. Well, that's probably because of the pandemic. But, but right before the pandemic, they were uh, I read an article because they were pushing a movie for that and Bob's Burgers. So Okay, well, see, I, I knew about the Bob's Burgers when that's why I thought maybe The Simpsons one was off. But now I'm wondering if it's going to be a straight to Disney type thing. I'm not sure. And I'm not sure if it's going to be, obviously, a direct sequel. It's, I mean, it's The Simpsons. So I mean, it's, uh, technically it's a sequel, but it's not a sequel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because uh, there's not a whole lot of canon when it comes to Simpsons, but... That's why I say my, this one's kind of a weird one because I just want another two theater Simpsons movie. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know if they would call it Simpsons 2. They might call it a Simpsons, like a Simpsons sequel. Yeah, yeah, there you go. But yeah, that's... But like I said, it's called a it, new- was, it, w- it was happening, so I'm going to say a 98% chance. Yeah, I, th- I think it's still going to happen too. Uh, yeah. I think it's a... Are going to call it an extremely Simpsons movie? <laughs> yeah, something... I'll, I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> Uh, it's just all about uh, Simpsons doing extreme sports. Extreme sports, fucking fifteen years late. <laughs> oh boy, fifteen. Talk about twenty years too late. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The nineties. Uh, but yeah, I, I love the first movie. I do too, man. And like when we showed it, we did it as family movie night for the kids. Milo and Penny watched that movie like a dozen times. Like Milo still watches it every now and then. He'll just put it on in the background. Uh, it's I. Yeah, it's a classic, man. I saw it theater like you did, and I would I back you on that. I'd love to see another Simpsons movie. My other thing is, um, I'm not sure who wrote the original. Do you know who wrote the original off the top of your head? Uh, let's see, not off the top of my head, but I have the DVD right here. I don't have to get on. I don't have to get on the internet and look. But because 
Uh, it doesn't say a lot of stuff on this. <laughs> so, Simpsons movie screenplay was written by... Uh, it says James L. Brooks, Matt Matt Groening, and Al Jean, but we really know it's probably... Uh, so, it is Mike Scully and uh, John Schwartzfelder. And, so, it's a lot of those... Um, See, old school yeah yeah so by 2007 that would have been what season 17 18 uh well i watched um when our internet went out the other day i came into my game room and watched some simpsons on my little box tv yeah and i watched i watched season 19 and they did a lot of references from the movie or for the opening for the movie yeah so i'm assuming i was around season 18 so 18 that's what i thought okay so yeah so yeah so you're still in you got some of the uh writers like greg daniels and stuff like that aren't there anymore but for me if you're going to do another movie you got to bring some of the older it's a movie so i feel like yeah you have to you could talk greg daniels and some of these uh, mike scully all these other guys to come back for a movie to write for a movie because if you just get some of these newer writers to write the movie yeah that's pointless so um Oh, yeah, because season 19 is ugh, yeesh. Yeah, it starts to go down pretty quick, yeah. yeah. There's like three or four good episodes in those seasons. Season 20 yeah. actually had some bangers, but uh, after that, it's it starts to get slim pickings pretty fast. So, But yeah, man, I would love to see a sequel to this movie, too. Uh, obviously, my I'd fa- love to see multiple sequels. I just want to see The Simpsons in theater. Yeah, that was cool. I want to see anything in, in theater, theater at this point. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's, it's getting depressing, man. Like, and it's yeah, it, would... it's going to get be longer than it is sooner now. Looking because with the season coming up, so I would I would go watch Ratatouille in the theater right now. Ooh, I go see Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I just I miss that experience a lot, man. And it's it's been almost a year now since I, we went to a theater. So February was my last time. Beginning of March was mine when we saw uh, Onward. So sad. Yeah, man. Uh, it is sad, and like I said, it's gonna be probably at least April before we go back to one. So, mm. yeah, I mean, it's a bummer. So let's bring it back up. So uh, once again, your number four was what? My number four is the Simpsons, the sequel, the Extremely Simpsons movie. <laughs> okay, so uh, my number four is a movie that I th- has been talked about as a sequel off and on for uh, several years now. And traditionally, I don't. This is a comedy, and traditionally, I don't think comedies need sequels because you get in the realm of like Anchorman 2 and uh, stuff like that happens, and it's, yeah, it's not great however I do think this one warrants the way it was written and uh, so on and so forth I think this one would warrant a sequel uh, my number four is I want to see Step Brothers 2 so uh, you can yeah write. I think I think a lot of people would I thought that was happening at uh, one point okay so I have some information uh, so two, this movie came out in 2008 so it's been a minute since it's been out. Uh, it was directed by Adam McKay. Uh, it is considered a comedy classic. So in an interview with Adam McKay in 2014, because he's the one who did Anchorman 1 and 2, he was like, well, after Anchorman 2 clearly you know, bombed, he was like, I really don't feel comfortable doing another sequel for any of my other movies. And uh, mainly somebody, because somebody was asking about Step Brothers. And he's like, I just don't see it happening. And then later on, he recanted and said, there's still possibility for a sequel uh, and then in 2017, Will Ferrell was interviewed saying uh, that uh, there had been no recent discussion, but it was still open table. So, um, and considering it's one of those movies that doesn't need a timing, isn't a thing. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter if they get older. I mean, they could be make the sequel be called Stepfathers, where they're like yeah. now they're stepfathers or something. They may they marry like crazy ass women with kids and stuff. Like for instance, John C. Riley can marry a. Uh, um, 
Will Ferrell's sister-in-law, she divorces Adam Scott or whatever, and he becomes a stepfather. So just have that whole element. But anywho, so uh, I, I put this at about 50-50, um, leaning more you know, towards it not happening. But uh, just because, like I said, with comedies, it's, it's, it's a dangerous business when you start doing sequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when you get a really funny premise and you start running that premise into the ground, it, it can, uh, but I, like I said, I think there's still more that can be done with this, but I don't think it, it can't be about those two I like the being just with their interactions. So that has, their interactions have to go expand. So we'll see. Uh, but like I said, I, plus their, their last pairing was a big flop, wasn't it? Oh yeah. The, uh, the Sherlock Holmes and Watson, whatever. Uh, so I think, uh, this movie would do well. Uh, I think it'd be, uh, especially right now, I think we could use good comedies um, after a year we just had, and it's not looking better anytime soon. Uh, so like, like I said, I really, really like to see it. I, I, it's one of the funnier movies I've seen in the last 20 years. Uh, it's in my top probably three to four funny movies I've seen since 2000. Um, but yeah, uh, my, my number four, wait, do you, what do you think about this? Well, God, I'm going to make a lot of people mad. I don't really like that movie. <laughs> I thought you did like this movie. Nah. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, I I, I wasn't too... Yeah. When's the last time you I watched about, it? It's been a while, but... Yeah. Okay, so let me I say found this. A lot, but, but I found a lot more... I found things funnier back then, though, so I don't... Well, let me find, let me say this. So Steph had the same feeling you did. Like, she when she saw it originally, or like, you know, closer to when it came out. And mm-hmm. she was just like, eh, it's just not very funny. And then I had her rewatch it like when we got together. So this is like, you know, well, not even then, like it was like 2013 or 14. So like almost six, seven years after it had been out, six years since it's been out. And she rewatched it and cried. She was laughing so hard. She's like, I don't know what, sometimes, you know, with comedy, it's all, a lot of times it's always about setting. So like, if you're just, it like when you watch a comedy by yourself, usually it's less funny. And if you're not with a, a group of people who are laughing at it as well, sometimes it takes away from it being funny. Yeah. So, like, comedy is all about situation, right? So it's all about what the what what's what's surrounding you and what the situation is. And I think you know because after I, I watched uh, Colin Quinn and Friends, uh, the, where they tried to do the stand up during uh, this COVID thing with cars and stuff, and they were telling jokes that would probably normally be funny, but there's no laughter because everyone's in cars and it's just painfully awkward. And I think that's it could be the same way with movies. Like, so if you're just not with somebody that's you know of like mind and the bouncing the humor off of each other it it can miss sometimes and i think this yeah. is one of those movies like it's one of those movies i think you got to watch in a group or with other people because it's it's uh you you you're it's a contagious laughter type of movie and then once the train starts rolling it doesn't stop so well you know i think another thing too that ruined it was the whole like uh you know when something gets worn out it, you just don't want to you don't even want to watch it but like the whole boats and hose thing Oh yeah, and everybody was quoting it a lot and stuff. Like that. Yeah. So maybe now that a little time has passed, uh, if you went back and rewatched it, uh, maybe you'd enjoy it a little more. But you know, is it is it streaming anywhere? It was on Netflix. Uh, it was at least last Christmas because we, uh, my mom had never seen it. We showed it to her and she died laughing. So okay. Um, but uh, it's it, I imagine it's on something. It's one of those movies that I feel like that's always on something. So, but anyway, so my number four, I would like to see Step Brothers two. So uh. Blake, what is your number three? <laughs> All right, this one's not going to surprise you, but you've already mentioned it, and that is Spider-Man Four. <laughs> okay, but we're getting that. 
Oh, Sp- yeah. to- Toby Maguire. You mean Toby Maguire, Spider-Man? Toby Maguire, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. So you're staying with the yeah. team here. Yeah, we well, you know, but because we're supposed to get the Vulture, right? Uh, I th- that was the rumor? Yeah, okay, so Sam Raimi wanted two villains uh, yes. for the final movie. He didn't want two villains. He wanted to save Venom because he wanted to build up to Venom. But, uh, yeah, from what I understand, uh, he wanted uh, Sandman to be the main bad guy in, uh, in 3, and then, you know, similar to the way they did the other ones, because he, he didn't like the idea of two villains, uh, mm-hmm. and he wanted to build up to that, where he had, like, the Vulture in 4, and then, like, tease Venom for, like, a big finale. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I would, have lo- I would have loved to seen Sam Raimi's version of the Vulture, and, like, a, a creepy, like, you, you know, he throws in little sprinkles of his B- be horror movie elements yeah. in those Spider-Man movies. I would love to see that with a vulture. Now, from what I understand, I think the rumor was, uh, oh, and the other rumor, no, 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 it was Mysterio. The rumor was Mysterio because I remember uh, Bruce Campbell's character who plays the, uh, whatchamacallit, in the movie theater because he's a, theater, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a former theater actor that's failed. The rumor was he was going to cast Bruce Campbell because, you know, they have a relationship with Evil Dead and all that and Army of Darkness. That he was going to be Mysterio. He was going to be oh, Sam Raimi's Mysterio. I'm too into that. Yeah, that that <laughs> that was because that was the rumor for four, I believe. And I do, okay. I think, See, I thought it was I thought it was Vulture. I, I, I want to say that like he wanted a little bit of both, but I think he wanted uh like the Vulture to be like a side character, maybe like somebody he's fighting in the beginning and it kind of goes away. Uh, mm. Which you know, I think honestly, a lot of these movies, especially Spider Man, uh, kind of misses on the opportunity to have some of these smaller villains, like just open up the movie of him fighting a smaller villain and getting rid of him. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Similar to the way video games do, like just have them open it up, fighting you know the Shocker and like or whoever you know, and uh and or Scorpion, and then he beats them and then kind of throws them in jail. Okay, it's like okay, well now we know this person exists and we don't have to spend two hours on developing two villains but yeah exactly especially if you only if your goal is to make three movies come on give us some villains but don't overdo it yeah like yeah don't overdo it yeah just i, I think that'd be the perfect way to do it but like, hey here's this villain you know him. here's what he looks like because that's kind of done with it that's kind of how they set up the you know the spider-man animated tv show the, all the spider-man video games you just kind of open an episode or a level or the game just fighting somebody you beat that person and you maybe yeah. maybe you see them later at the end of the movie that uh as a cameo again but mm. they have every opportunity but yeah i remember the rumor was sam raimi wanted bruce campbell to be uh mysterio because like i said he was a failed theater actor right originally in the comic books whatever yeah if i remember correctly and he was in. He was a theater usher in uh, the third one. Well, I think he's got multiple stories. Like one, he was a special effects guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, something like yeah. that. But something yeah. uh, to do with the arts. And he was already there. And I think that was going to natural transition. And then, uh, but it just never happened. Uh, the studio. Oh, dude, that would have been perfect. Yeah, though. it would have been. It would have been fun. The studio got involved and you know made him put Venom in the movie, and so it just you know, the rest is history. Unfortunately. I just, you know, the third one was so good to me, <laughs> and not you, but to me and everybody else in the world. It was just fantastic. Every, everyone else. It needs a four. <laughs> I'd wa- no, you're wrong. I'd watch a four. It'd be fun. I, I think it would make a fan base happy. I, as many people that don't, people want to see a four even though they didn't like three. I think because that one and two were so good, and, yeah. and they liked what Sam Raimi did without the Sony messing with them. They want to see what Sam Raimi could do again without Sony 
you know, messing with him again. Like maybe give him uh-huh. the reins to make a four and go, okay, we, we see we fucked it up with three with you. We're going to let you control four. <laughs> and then, uh, now the, per- the percentage of this happening, I think is a big fat point one. Yeah. It's a, it's a less than 1%. Toby McGuire is 50. You know, it's just, it's not happening now. No, it, he had to be older, old Peter Parker and stuff like yeah. that. So it, uh, he I is, mean, you can, you can introduce Miles, but we don't want Sony doing that. No, no, no. So he is, uh, he's also rumored to be in the next also Spider-Man as well. So, the yeah. Tom so we'll see. I'm interested. We'll see. I'm interested. Uh, it could go a lot of different ways. I'm not, I can't say I'm not interested, but I'm also like, you know what? I'm Work. not as excited for the third one as I wanted to be. No, because I, I just wanted to see just more continue that story like a spider-man on the run maybe yeah. have, maybe have matt murdoch come in and represent him and like i just there's a lot of opportunity to really do a whole lot with spider-man and maybe bring in other heroes rather than other villains but unfortunately I it, don't. Do, it just feels like a big huge like fan service i don't know uh i think you know i think we've had this discussion before like i just think with it what well, it's sony going you know we're gonna intentionally fudge this property so that we can get control back over it and do what we want with it. So we'll see. Either that or, <laughs> either that or it's like it's creating this, honestly, maybe brilliant business loophole where they create the other and acknowledge the other multiverses so that Sony can go forward and move on with their Spider-Man. But at the same time, Tom Holland stays involved with Marvel. So. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I could see that. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm very, very interest intrigued. I very uh, want to. I want to definitely want to see what they got planned for it. Well, we still need to know where Morbius, which universe he's in. Uh, yeah, like I, is, it, is it Toby's or Andrews? Well, if I the can't, if the trailer's any indication, he's in he's in Tom Holland's. He's in Tom Holland's. Yeah, okay, because I thought I thought the Spider Man on the wall was like the old like Toby Maguire. No, because remember we went back and looked oh, at but it. yeah, 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 it's got Vulture in it. All it's right. got Vulture in it, and we went, remember we went back and looked and freeze framed it. It was definitely Tom Holland's suit. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I, I, th- I think he exists within that, and I, I, they pretty much acknowledge that Venom does too. So we'll see how that goes. God, am I? <laughs> uh, it's it's going to be a train wreck because there's rumor that Venom may be in this movie, Spider Man movie too, and they've already fi- they've already finished filming it, right? No, they're filming it now. No, they just yeah, they just started because they finished Uncharted and they moved on to this. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, and once once again, we're talking about all these things, and the main villain is supposed to be Craven. Uh, I it, think he's yeah, I think he's one of the villains, right? Because uh, Chameleon's supposed to be in it as well. I don't know, man. I really honestly don't know. I don't know how they're going to tie Craven in as a villain and make it multiverse. <laughs> well, it makes sense if Craven was because of the last movie. But yeah, I all this other stuff happening. Yeah, I, I I'd be really interested if they did Madam Web. That'd be awesome. Like she comes yeah. in, and she's the reason they do multiverses. But, but I don't think that's what they're going to do, considering you know the the grander scheme of MCU and with WandaVision and Doctor Strange doing multiverse stuff. So we'll see. Sp- we'll see. Because to me, you know, you probably agree. The Spider Verse and the Multiverse are two different things. Like to me, the Spider Verse is, you know, it's very much in its own Spider Man world. So mm-hmm. we're spending way too much time on just Spider. We could do a whole Spider Man podcast episode. So we need to do a whole 1994 animated series Spider Man podcast for real. Yeah, like I, I just break down every episode like uh, uh, Bob and Henry do. Yeah, <laughs> make it, like we, the Office ladies do. Yeah, ma- yeah, like Office ladies do. Make it a. Uh, um, a pod or a uh, Patreon thing where we just break down every single Spider-Man episode. Yeah. 
do a do, not a, not a bad idea. Actually, I'd I'd, I'd fuck with that hard. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anywho, we'll that's a we'll save that. We'll pocket that discussion. So anyway, yeah. again, what is your number three? Spider Man Four with Tobey Maguire's differ. Tobey Maguire's differ. All right, so my mm-hmm. no, my number three is a uh, it's another newer movie, and um, most of the ones on my list have been movies that have been heavily discussed. Not they're not just like random. You know what I mean? So, because uh, I wanted to give myself more realistic believability, unlike I did with the, my TV shows. So, um, my number three uh, was supposed to be uh, back in theater during this time, but Regal shut their theaters down, so it didn't happen. So, my number three is I want to see Alita Battle Angel 2. So, uh, Alita Battle Angel came out in 2019, directed by Robert Rodriguez, and actually did really well in the worldwide box office. It wasn't a huge hit here. I think it kind of just did okay in America. But it made its most of its money uh, overseas and uh, with digital sales. Uh, and obviously, this is based off of the anime uh, with the same name uh, and manga, the same name. I, I'm not sure what kind of. I can't. I think the critical reviews are like 50-50, like it's like average. Uh, but you know, James Cameron, you know, of Titanic and Avatar fame, produced this. He's the one to push to get this made because he was such a fan of the uh, the source. Uh, both him and Rodriguez had you know set up to do several movies in the series. Uh, and if you've seen the movie, it ends on a massive cliffhanger, like it does not have an ending. Um, so it sets up for a sequel. Now, from what I've been reading, like I said, there was a, a plan to make a sequel but recently Christoph Waltz who plays one of the main characters in the movie was asked about a sequel and he said there's been no discussion with him and he's not under a contract so uh but when you ask Rodriguez and Cameron they're still that's why they they pushed to put this movie back in theaters because they wanted to you know remind people put it into consciousness because there's been you know change.org petitions for it and it's it's gained a cult following once it got to digital because unfortunately a lot of people didn't get to see it in theater myself included uh it just i haven't seen it at all um it i don't have it unfortunately on voodoo because uh my sister-in-law bought it for me uh on amazon as a because she accidentally bought something on my voodoo so we bought something on hers or she bought something for us on hers and that was what i wanted at the time so i i have it but i have no way to give it to you i'm not i can do some research for you and see if it's streaming anywhere but um i think i think you'd like it man it's a good action movie um and it's uh i think it's a perfect builder and it uh it's it's an original idea i mean you know it's an anime so it's going to be weird so but i i love that it's got uh the whole cyberpunk feel it's 100 percent a cyberpunk movie um and I think it's uh, well acted uh, for, you know, especially considering most anime live action films uh, usually shit the bed. And this one, actually, I think is why people are so intrigued on seeing more of it is it actually did well. And it, it did well by the uh, uh, source material. So uh, Blake's favorite terminology. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now, that being said, <clears throat> given the world's climate right now, economically and uh, with the, you know, coronavirus going on and the state of theaters being the way they are and a movie like this would 100 percent be reliant on the money it makes from box office worldwide uh i put this at about a 30 percent chance of getting made uh if you'd asked me before the coronavirus i would have said about 70 percent because it was gaining momentum uh 
and with studios and stuff. But, uh, uh, you know, and it would, it would have had a second chance if it would actually got that second showing in theaters. But, um, I just, uh, it's not looking good, man. Any, every time it kind of gets some steam, something happens and knocks it back. So unfortunately I'm putting this at about a 30% chance that this gets, uh, Alita Battle Angel 2. Um, still crossing my fingers, but, uh, not holding my breath. But yeah, man, this movie is a ton of fun. Um, I'd like I said, I'll do some research and see if it's streaming anywhere because I think you'd enjoy. Yeah, it. Yeah, it, it didn't look bad. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah, I don't it, know. I didn't know it was an anime. Yeah, it's based off an anime uh, and a ma- uh, the manga. It's more, the manga is longer than the anime. Uh, I think the anime is just an OVA, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. Uh, so, <clears throat> but yeah, it like I said, it's a good, fast-paced uh, cyberpunk action film. Uh, and I think you, like I said, I think you would enjoy it. So, uh, but yeah, my number three, I want to see Alita Battle Angel two. So Blake, what's All your, right. what's your my number, number, my number two. Number All two. right. My number two and my number one, pretty obvious. Um, but my number two is Power Rangers. Two. Yeah. Yeah. I figured it would be from 2017. I want sequel to that. We're not getting it hundred percent. Yeah, I'd say that right now. That's not happening uh, because now Hasbro is in charge and they're going to do their own thing. And I understand, but that sucks. Yeah, because it it had such a big cliffhanger and the bonus scene teasing Tommy and all that stuff. Yep. I like the suits. I like the cast minus the Black Ranger. Uh, <laughs> I really like the movie. It could have been better, but it was also a Power Ranger movie. They're yeah. not supposed to be good. Exactly. Exactly. I enjoyed it. Uh, if they would have just dialed back the product placement, I think that would have changed a lot of people's opinions. Yes. <laughs> and but another thing too is like you know before the movie started or you know premiered, you had a lot of neckbeard Power Ranger fans that were just tearing it apart. Yeah. But I'm like, it is a Power Ranger movie. Exactly. I understand. Understand the source material, honestly. Yes, the source material yes. is 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 it's stupid and it's literally meant for children. And, yes, uh, it's it. This was an elevated version of it, honestly. And if to me it was a breath of fresh air, I liked it a lot. Uh, obviously, you know we all saw it opening night. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we saw it opening night. We took vacation. Then, <laughs> yes, and I had my wrist communicator, and I you know had we had our gear on and. And we jumped out of our seats when the Zords went down with the music, the desert with the music. Shit and jizzed myself. Oh, myself. Sh- shitted and jizzed. So yeah. So like you're saying, there's a zero percent chance this gets a sequel. Yeah. Uh, because Hasbro has already announced that they are soft rebooting. I guess so. It means we're going to get different actors. It's going to be a Mighty Morphin movie, but uh, it's gonna which be- now don't get me wrong, I'm excited for that too because now that means I can. Get super soaked when they start releasing what the suits are going to look like, the Zords. Oh, yeah. You know, I can get I can get back into that mode again because that's all from 2014 until 2017. That's all I thought about. Oh yeah, was I, the was the movie? I remember. <laughs> so I mean, I can get back into that again. So I'm not upset about it, but I would like to see where this one would have went. I was intrigued with how they did the Green Ranger. And you know, you know, and, and Brian Cranston. Yeah, exactly. And I do like the fact that they tied 
They made Rita make more sense than yes. than just like some random witch in a hole that's released and now up oh, the Rangers got a fighter. No, they made her and Zord. They tied her and Zordon's relationship together. Explained why they know each other. Explained- that opening that opening scene was if you're a Power Ranger fan, like it gave me cold chills. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> And uh, I would love to see more expanded on that, on the lore and stuff. And, like, they actually kind of gave it some serious canon. And, uh, yeah, it, I would love to see where it go. And the teasing of Tommy Oliver, as you know for me, is a big deal mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I love the Green Ranger. And I would love to – because you know, that would have brought Rita back. And we probably would have got Zed soon because uh, that was the uh, – we, so we had so many theories after that movie and now – yeah, because I remember when it's it, not happening. I remember we were like, it releases in China in like three weeks. When it releases in China, it's gonna sell so many tickets. We're gonna get the sequel, and then it didn't do shit in it China. Didn't do anything. And the problem was in Japan, where its other major market might have been, it it took too long to come out. It came out yeah. almost four months later. And it's ridiculous. So, yeah, I think if they would have dropped it in China and Japan at the same time they dropped ours. Uh, it probably would have done well financially, and then honestly, though, at the same time, it means maybe uh, uh, Saban would probably never would have sold it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, which we'd have never got all the new Hasbro figures, and it would have just changed a lot. So, you never know, man. You never know what would have happened if it would have done well. It would have changed the complete uh, control of the actual property itself. So, but yeah, but I, the I, point. I, but the point is, we're not going to get a second one. That's for sure. For sure. But for sure, unfortunately, but we will get something, you know, a semblance. We're going to get another Power Rangers movie. So that's at least yeah. we know that. So well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. How would you want the suits to be? Do you want spandex or do you like more of the Iron Man approach? I want the Iron Man approach. Uh, it's 2000. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I think I do, too. It makes more sense. Yeah, it looks it looks OK. So it takes the idea of Power Rangers and makes it look serious makes it look important it makes mm-hmm. it look expensive which is what you want like the whole idea of the whole idea of taking a tv property and making it into a movie is that you can see an elevated version of it not uh not a just a slightly you know cosplay better version of the costumes i want to see cg suits i want to see like high tech fucking iron man suits I want them to look badass. I did, I love the design of the last suits. It uh it could be something similar, but I mean you could even take the original designs and just kind of make them more Iron Man-y. Like they don't even have to change designs. Like it could still be the same color patterns and everything. Just make them look expensive. Make them look expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Now, if they did though, wanted to do a spandex look. They could do. Uh, it, it would be very niche, but if they did that, but make the rest of the movie look expensive, I think that would look cool too. Well, they could do something similar to uh, the way they do, say, Black Panther suit. So, Black, yeah. Black, Black Panther suit is a practical suit, or Spider Man. That's another good example of a Spider Man suit. So, you have a practical suit on the actors, but when they're actually doing action and moving, it's CG. So, it looks sharper when they're actually doing the action, and the helmets are all CG too. So, like, which allows them to look sharper and shinier and more contour their heads because that's the problem is when you get these these helmets look uh, they're cool designs but they look huge on these people's heads so if you go out and like you do like something similar to the black panther where you can cg the helmet onto their head it'll fit the fit the head size better and look more natural so uh that's how i uh i would like to see it personally yeah uh, I would like some. I would like some. Uh, some explanations though on why the Zords 
on the 2017 movie had a lot of legs. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we never we never got an explanation for that. Yeah, it was a little extra, and I <laughs> I don't understand why Goldar had to change design so much. Like, uh, yeah, that kind of was uh, You didn't have to make him super bat boony, but you could still make him look animalistic and have facial design and stuff. And he yeah, could, he could still because he does play. He plays a big role in the show. Yeah. And he didn't even have to have a talking role. He could just be like this trained beast. You know what I mean? Like just beast that she controls, which mm-hmm. I'd have been down with that. That's cool. Just the design was a little lacking. This crispy yeah, that, that, cream. Is, that is the that is the one. He yeah, he looked like a big crispy cream donut. <laughs> so, alrighty. So uh, again, tell people what your number two is. Power Rangers two from the 2017 Power Rangers. Gotcha. Not Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, too. Power Rangers. Too. No, apparently, but apparently the Power Rangers in 2017, they're different. They're called uh, the Cenozoic, I think, Rangers. I think that's what they're like officially calling them. Oh, okay. Not Mighty, Morph- not Mighty Morphin. Gotcha. So, you know, the John Cenozoic the John, Rangers. The John Cenozoic Rangers. Yeah. All righty. Well, okay, okay. So, my number two is a movie that has been... The sequel has been talked about for three decades now. <laughs> so uh, oh, it, it is a movie that lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people uh, want to see a sequel for. And it almost got made several times in the 90s. Uh, my number two is I want to see Beetlejuice 2. Uh, Beetlejuice came out in 1988, directed by Tim Burton. Uh, this movie was critically well well received. It did really well in the box office. Um it actually had a planned sequel in 1990 uh, with everybody still attached to it. Winona Ryder, uh, Michael Keaton, uh, Tim Burton, those, uh, and and uh, the Dietzes, like uh, Catherine, Kathleen O'Hara, or Catherine O'Hara and uh, the husband, I can't remember his name, but the one that ended up being a pedophile in real life. Uh, uh, <laughs> huh? uh, it was uh, it was set to be made in around 1990. It was called Beetlejuice Goes to, Ho- uh, Goes to Hawaii. So it was this whole idea that the Dietzes uh, moved to Hawaii, and uh, because the dad is a re- he's a real estate developer and he's like developing real estate in Hawaii, and the where they're building it is on top of this uh, grave of this big Kahuna spirit or whatever, and he comes back to torment, and they have to recruit Beetlejuice, and it was gonna have this real like tropic thing, and like. It was going to get made, but the uh, and Ryder and Keaton agreed to come back as long as Tim Burton was writing and directing. It, but Burton and Keaton were already uh, already busy with another property called Batman Returns. So once and once Batman Returns wrapped, it kind of uh, everybody kind of individually got wrapped up in stuff, and they got into the late '90s, almost early 2000s, and Winona Ryder got too old for that role anymore. So either I have to recast or rewrite the role. So that whole idea got scrapped. The Beetle just goes to Hawaii. Um, and, uh, since then, uh, the movie has been close to being remade. Tim Burton was in talks to do it again in like 2013 or 14. Uh, as of right now, officially in 2019, Warner brothers has shelved the idea for a Beetlejuice sequel. Um, that being said, I still think there's about a 20% chance this movie gets made because there still is a huge clamoring for it. And we're mm-hmm. in, a, we're in an era where, 
uh, studios are pretty much running out of ideas. So what they do is they just deliver what the fans want. And this is exactly. And this and is nostalgia sells so, uh, big time. And uh, that the eighties era nostalgia, the target audience are now adults. And so we're all, and we all have money and we want to spend it on stuff like this. So um, I, I, I could see it happening and considering Tim Burton's star has fallen a lot. Um, I think he'd be begging to do just about anything at this point. Uh, considering the last like five or six movies he's made have all been trash. Uh, but that being said, Michael Keaton star has risen ever since he did, you know, he did Birdman and stuff. So he's actually much more popular now. So, but he's, he's always been open to the idea of doing Beetlejuice. He's said before numerous times that it's his favorite character he's ever done. So, uh, I, you know, this is a childhood favorite movie. I still love this movie. I own this movie, showed it to the kids this year for, my movie pick in Halloween during October. Um, like I said, there, there is a mass, still a massive desire for this movie to get made. It's just whether the parties involved in the studio can come together and get it done. Uh, that being said, if Tim Burton and Michael Keaton are not involved, I'm out. So, uh, oh, yeah. cause at that point it's not a sequel anymore. It's a reboot. Um, exactly. And there is only one Beetlejuice and that's Michael Keaton. And hell, I don't even know if you have to put makeup on him anymore. <laughs> well, was he the voice actor for the cartoon? No, 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 no. Somebody else. That's a, uh, that's okay. a good question. Did you, did you like the cartoon? No, oh, I did. I loved it. I loved the cartoon. Uh, which, you know, is completely different because Beetlejuice and, like, you know, one other writer, or, uh, Lydia, are actually friends in that show. Where they, you know, uh, obviously, obviously Beetlejuice is the bad guy um, in the cart- in the TV, in the movie. So, uh, but yeah. My number two is hold on i want to do hold on before i can move on I, I, now you got me wondering who the voice actor is for Beetlejuice. i can't picture how his voice is in the show it's his name was steven wimet uh he's uh, a canadian actor so this is probably one of those ocean dubs type oh, or, yeah. or deke studios let's see let's see what else he's done filmography he has done let's see if there's care bears uh i mean he hasn't done he hasn't done anything Honestly, it's a bunch of uh, small roles. You know what he has done? What's that? More than us. That's true. Very true. <laughs> very much very true. His last credit was in the show Cardinal, where he plays the role of Dr. Bill. Huh. So, well, you know, good for him. Good for, good, you know what? Good for him. For him. Good for him. Uh, so, yeah, my number two is Beetlejuice 2. So now this uh, brings us to the part of the show that we call That's right. This is our honorable mentions. This is the sh- these are the ones that didn't quite make the cut. So, uh, Blake, what uh, what are your honorable mentions? All right. I actually got two this week. Um, I would like to see a sequel to Scott Pilgrim. Okay. So with Michael Sarah. I would. I don't <laughs> want to see the original. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I just really like that movie, and it has a Seinfeld reference in it. So anything that has that is already number one in my book. And another one I would like just to cap off and make it three movies is uh, a sequel to um, Prometheus and Covenant. So whatever they want to call it. Oh, yeah. The alien. Yeah, like a, ra- a wrap-up. Tr- uh, I, it, I mean, they'd have to be a tight squeeze, right? Because it's not long before the first Alien movie after Prometheus. I mean, after yeah. Covenant. So, 
Yeah, it, it'd be weird, but three is the magic number. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, but technically, though, I mean, that's what? Six. <laughs> They've already done six. Well, totally. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, you know, modern age. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Because, yeah, I guess what they did. Four. No, that would be that would be seven, wouldn't it? No, because it's Aliens 1, 2, 3, and Resurrection. And then there's and then Prometheus. Prometheus. Oh, yeah. An- another one would be seven. I'm saying. Yeah, another seven. one would be seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got you. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> but whatever. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. All right. So my honorable mentions, uh, the first one uh, you already mentioned uh, is Power Rangers 2. Uh, okay. But uh, I didn't put it on my list because I already knew 100% it's not happening. So I was just like, I'm not going to put this on my list because uh, it's not happening. So, <laughs> uh, and my other. No, it's not. My other one is one that was rumored for a little bit, and I think the rumor went away, which, and I'm only reason I'm putting on my honorable mentions because. It's not honestly not because I want it to happen. It's because I don't want it to happen, and I wanted to mention it. So, <laughs> is Iron Giant two? So Iron Giant. Oh yeah, that one doesn't need a sequel. No, no, no. Iron Giant one is Iron Giant one is perfect. And I know there was like a clamoring for it about four or five years ago, and uh, rumor that uh, it had been discussed before. But fuck that. Do not touch that movie. Do not touch the franchise. And that's why I, I, it's not technically an honorable mention. I just wanted to. Well, you know, it does leave room for a sequel, but I think it's yeah. also saying like, no, don't. But that's you know the, what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, the beauty of the movie. That's the beauty yeah. of the movie. The way, it leaves off perfect. Like it's just like there's hope, and that's all you need. Like you just, mm-hmm. that was kind of the whole point of the movie. So, but yeah, my other one. It's I, uh, it's around that. Doesn't uh, Cartoon Network do the 24 hour thing around this time of the year? Uh, they used to. I don't know if they still do or not. Um, I mean, but I, it is like Christmas time, isn't it? Or yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I own it, so okay. I can I can watch it. Uh, yeah, I got I got two copies of it, but same. <laughs> it's still cool to just put it on Cartoon Network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right on. So, uh, those are my honorable mentions, or I guess uh, not honorable mention. Anywho, so we're gonna move on to our number one. And before we do this, I'm gonna go and tell you people our number one is exactly the same. We have not seen our list. We have not discussed each other's list. I just know our number one is exactly the same. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Blake, go ahead and tell everybody what our number one is. All right. Midsummer 2. Oh, my God. <laughs> you tell, <laughs> no. so, wait, hold on. You're telling me that Ari Aster gets to make two movies, but we can't get a... Hellboy 3. Thank you. <laughs> and no. What's his name? David Harbaugh, Hardball, whatever his name is. David Harbour. That one doesn't count. No, it's a reboot. We too. want we want Del Toro and Ron Perlman. Okay, so yeah, we're, uh, for those who haven't figured it out, our number ones are both Hellboy three. And by that we mean the into the trilo- the Del Toro trilogy. So, yes. Um, and I guess we'll just both we'll bounce off back and forth with each other here since we both got the same movie. So this movie came out. The second movie came out in two thousand eight, and it d- did critically really well. It did really well in the box office. Uh, yes. and it was, you know, obviously setting up for a trilogy. Then I think, you know, Del Toro got busy doing a lot of other movies and it kind of got put on the back burner. Um, and, uh, it was there for so long that, uh, I, th- I guess a new line is the one who owns it. Right. I think they're the ones who did the re- new one that was it. new line. I think so. Somebody liked that. No, no, no. Or is it a uh, Lionsgate? Is it Lionsgate? It's Lionsgate. Yeah, okay. It's gotta be one of those two, but yeah. anyway, they, uh, that I got put on the back burner. And I remember it was a couple years ago, you and I got so excited because Del Toro tweeted uh, about meeting Mike Mignola, who's the creator yep. of Hellboy and Ron Perlman in discussion of 
making the third film. And then two days later, because I guess there, uh, Mignola knew something that everybody else didn't, told Del Toro that, no, they're moving forward with a rated hard R e-boot, re- reboot. And uh, which, to be fair, we were excited about as that as well. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It was the next best thing for us because we, you and I, had been discussing Hellboy three for so long. I was like, okay, you know what? At least we're getting more Hellboy. And the trailer looked good. The trailer looked fun. And then you still haven't seen it, have you? No, I re- I refuse. I think it's on, I think it's on HBO Max. Um, oh, well, okay, okay. Because here's what happened. I, when we f- we first saw the trailer, we basically had to watch a, a bootleg version of the trailer because yeah, yeah, yeah. it wasn't officially released, but we couldn't wait. And I think just from the excitement of that, I'm like, oh yeah, that looks good. The then hype. I watched the yeah, then I watched the trailer. I'm like, uh, no, See, I, I, think was, pa- I think I'm gonna pass. I think I was still in with the trailer. Like I was like, oh, this looks fun. Like I was like less excited, and then the reviews started coming in, and I was just like, I mean, it wasn't like they were like giving like kind of bad reviews. It was like abysmal. And, yeah, there was nobody saying this is okay. Ignore the yeah, exactly. You know, like you know, because like Tyrangers Rangers had a bad review, but you can also find people who were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I th- if you like, if you like this, you'll like Power Rangers. And I you think it was right around fifty percent. Whereas like yeah. you know, which is okay for what, especially for Power Rangers. And whereas like I think Hellboy was like nine percent. Like it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> and like I, and, you know, I had that free pass I got from work, so I was like, one day I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna go see it. I, it's free. I'm not spending any money on it. I'm just gonna go see it. And with me and two other neckbeards by ourselves in this theater down the middle of like a week, watch this movie. And I, dude, and you could tell they had high hopes for that series because they had not one, not two, but three extended uh, scenes uh, teasing new stuff uh, for sequels. Oh, man. Including a. I need to to eventually watch it just to say I have, but. I want to say it's on HBO Max. Uh, It's worth watching just because you are uh, a nerd. Honestly, mm-hmm. you like, and you are a fan of the Hellboy property. It's worth just seeing just to say you saw it. Uh, it uh, you already know it's going to be bad, so you're not going to be let down. Um, yeah, that's I will. True. Say, I will say this: it's fast paced, at least. It's not slow, but it is all over the place, and it's it it has gore for gore's unnecessary gore for gore's sake, and it's just. It's unfortunate because Milo was really excited because he loves Hellboy. And then when they announced it being R-rated, I was like, man, well, maybe it's not a super hard R. It is a super hard R. And it, it just didn't hit, man. Because, like, you know, Del Toro's Hellboy had such heart and character. And uh, it just, to me, it hit the it hit every right bullet point. And, uh, and practical effects. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love practical effects. And coming off of Golden Curse, which was phenomenal. It's one of my yes. favorite, favorite comic book movies of all time. It, it just... Uh, it's unfortunate. Um, now, that being said, I do have a glimmer of good news. So, okay. re- recently in 2019, in an interview, Ron Perlman said this is after the new Hellboy had come out. And I think once it tanked, it kind of... Sp- you know, gave a spark again to the idea of finishing Del Toro's Hellboy. Uh, but the problem now, he said, the only problem is, is like everybody's still on board to make it. Del Toro, him, and everybody. He said, but right now the problem is financing. Is they got to find somebody to finance the film because I don't. I guess the rights are up in the air again. I guess Magnolia just owns the rights, so he can give them to whoever he wants. But in order to do practical effects, you need money. And so uh, I think that's kind of the thing. It's like if the financing ever comes along, everybody is on board to do it. Everyone's still on David Hyde Pierce, Selma Blair, everybody. So, so, you, so you think it's? Uh, 
I think it's about a it's about a twenty five percent chance. I think right now, okay, uh, because I don't think I would I would assume Doug Jones is still on board. Oh, absolutely, but yeah. I think uh, Doug Jones and Del Toro are boys. So mm-hmm. if Del Toro is along, Doug Jones is along. But uh, I think the desire is there to have this movie still get a sequel. Um, uh, the fan base is obviously still there. Um, yeah, we're not the only ones screaming Hellboy 3. No, no. And there are people that still want to see it in spite of the reboot because you're obviously not getting a sequel to it. That, that thing lost so much money, uh, But uh, which might be a good sign. Maybe Lionsgate won't touch it anymore. Because uh, I, I can't remember who made the originals. but uh, The original, was it not Legendary? I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. So, okay. um, I, like I said, I, the desire is there to be have it made. Um, we'll see if it actually happens. Let's see. Golden Army is made by. Uh, see, Danny Elfman did the score. I didn't know that. It was distributed by Universal, and it okay. will, production companies are Dark Horse, Lloyd, L- Lawrence. I don't know the Relativity Media. So, yeah, it's Universal. I didn't realize it was Universal. I didn't either. It felt like a that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> speaking of practical effects too, you know, the original got an Oscar nomination for best makeup and everything. So, like, like, oh, it, really? Yeah, it's like it's not us just talking it up. It looked fantastic. So, well, I lo- I love that movie so much. It's, it's what made me want to go see Pan's Labyrinth because I had no interest in that movie until I was like, wait a minute, it's the same guy. So yeah, I was into Del Toro because of that, and you know, Blade Two and all this stuff. And I same here. I was like, I gotta go see. I saw Pan's Labyrinth uh, twice in theater, almost. Yeah, I went, so I, we, I had to go see it. In, I had to go see it in Haywood, and I lived in Anderson because uh, it was only it was in limited theaters. Oh, you mean uh, Hollywood Twenty? Yeah, that's yeah, it. same here. I was, yeah, yeah, uh, Woodruff, Woodruff. Yeah, yeah that's it. no joke. I was living in Anderson too, and had to go all the way to Hollywood Twenty. It was the only place in the entire upstate showing the movie. So, but yeah. Uh, that's but yeah, Delta and obviously you know I I, I stand GDT so <laughs> that's my dude. Um, so there's still hope. Uh, it's you know not a huge hope, but there's still hope we could get our finally get our Hellboy three because you know that this has been a running joke with me and Blake for years now. I'll see all these shitty movies keep getting sequels, but we can't get a Hellboy three. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how Fast and Furious has nine movies, but we can't get a Hellboy. They got a spinoff. They got a yeah. spinoff. They got an animated series. Uh, they got an animated series. Oh, that just makes me sick. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. Uh, yeah, it is. It's uh, DreamWorks. So, my God. Anywho, but anyway, so Blake, uh, give everybody your top five one more time. All right, race them. I'm just kidding. All right, uh, The Amazing Spider-Man three. Uh, number four is The Simpsons two. Number three is Spider-Man four. Two is Power Rangers two. One is Hellboy three. It's like if you just walk in my game room right now, you can you can guess this whole top five. Pretty much. Yeah. So my number five is uh, I want to see Solo two. Number four is Step Brothers two. Three is Alita Battle Angel two. Number two is Beetlejuice two, and my number one is Hellboy three. So right on. So those are a pretty solid list. Uh, so now uh, we are getting to the part of the show that we all like to call. <laughs> that's right this is our weekly recommendations part of the show where we give you something from tv uh music comics film uh that we have been into over the last week uh or so and uh see if you guys want to check it out or not so blake uh what is your weekly recommendation 
Well, we've been watching two shows, and one of them I've already mentioned before, and that's Adventure Time. Well, me and Anya, or Anya is catching up, so we can watch Obsidian. Uh, but another show we've been watching is Forged in Fire. <laughs> and uh, it's a pretty goddamn good show. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, man. It's uh, where it's a comp- it's like it's like chopped, but with knives and yeah. people making knives and swords and stuff, and it's so manly. Black, it's blacksmith. <laughs> yeah, blacksmith. It's so manly, but it's it's good. There's one episode it's, that has a female on it, or a woman on it. I saw. Oh really? Yeah, I watched the episode the other day with a woman on it. Oh okay. Well, uh, she's the only one I've the, seen so far. I'm about to say for the most, that's got to be the only one. Cause, like I, I haven't seen every episode because I, I tuned in a little later than I am. But uh, I'm gonna go back and watch the ones I didn't get to watch. But yeah, it's really good. Right on. Yeah, I enjoy it too. I've been watching it too. So my weekly recommendation is uh, a a blast from the past, but uh, brought back to us. Uh, my weekly recommendation is Animaniacs, the 2020 version, the new Animaniacs. So we've watched like the first three or four episodes so far. I love it. It's it's awesome. Uh, the animation is beautiful. Uh, so far, my, my only qualm with it is that they've got rid of a lot, all the characters except for Pinky and the Brain. So every yeah, sing- that's what I, that's what I've been seeing. Every single episode we've watched so far has had uh, one Pinky and the Brain and then two Animaniac shorts. And uh, it's more Looney Tunesy this time around uh, with the with the Animaniacs characters, which I'm you know I fuck with hard, and it's a Warner Brothers. So, uh, understand what I understand is I know that uh, apparently Chicken Boo does show up at some point in one of the episodes coming up, but we haven't gotten that far. But, Are they uh, weekly? No, 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 no. They're all okay. Y'all just y'all just kind of spreading them out. Yeah, because it's hard to get you can't get the kids to sit down for 13 straight episodes and they gotcha. watch, they want to watch it with us. So it's just trying to find gotcha. the time. And between that and watching the new Teen Titans Go. And all that stuff. So, and it is crazy, like, because our buddy Spence uh, was talking about it. two times in the same week. I got a Lunatics reference. <laughs> One, yeah. the Teen Titans Go Freakazoid crossover, and from uh, Animaniacs. So, uh, I, I I'm surprised I haven't seen more backlash from Animaniacs because the first episode does have a giant Donald obvious Donald Trump joke. Um, it is yeah, but but it's like, hey, um. Hasn't the Animaniacs always been like that? Yeah, it has, and so, but it's <laughs> it's, it's funny though. But it, it's it's very clever because you know, as Animaniacs has always been, it's very self aware and very uh, you know just socially conscious. Like and like it uh, it made a joke about how because they wrote it in 2018, and uh, so they have a song about everything that they're catching up to 2018, and then they joke about how they know the show's not out yet. <laughs> It doesn't come out of 2020. And so mm-hmm. they, they just start the second half of the song is them guessing what has happened between 2018 and 2020. And it's just really funny. Uh, I kind of want to go watch more after we get done with this. So, but yeah, my weekly recommendation is the new Animaniacs, which is on Hulu, by the way, unless you're in Canada, then you're screwed because Hulu is not in Canada. So, uh, mm, didn't know that. Yep. But as yeah, I saw a lot of people in Canada complaining because they want to watch it and they have no way currently to watch it. So, well, you know what? They have better health care. They'll deal with it. There you go. It'll be there. Apparently, it's going to be on uh, their Tune channel, whatever, soon. But if you have a subscription, but it's not there yet. Anyway, anyway so that was a good uh, good episode. Uh, and uh, like I said, next week's episode will be something more than likely Christmas related. And most of the month probably will. What it will be. What it'll be. We don't know yet. 
uh, we'll discuss that. But uh, I want to thank everybody again for tuning into another episode of Objectively Subjective. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Paul Jansen, and you can find our show on our website at objectivelysubjectivepodcast.com. It has all the links to our social media, including our IG, Twitter, and Facebook are all on there. We have a merch link where you can buy t-shirts and koozies to help support the cause of, uh, you know, help keeping this podcast going and keeping us motivated to uh, do more and maybe bring future people on here, buy more mics, so on and so forth. You are helping the cause. Uh, and if you listen to us, we're available on every pretty much every streaming platform that podcasts are available on. If you listen to us on Apple, please give us a five-star review and uh, tell us why Spider-Man 4 should or should not get made <laughs> either way. Uh, and once again, as per the huge, I am joined by my other co-host. I am Blake Allen, and I'm going to plug my just my normal Instagram. i got to quit plugging my art one because I don't update it. Uh, but you can find me on Instagram at Blake underscore all underscore I N. Uh, I just post dumb shit. All right on. So <laughs> we uh, uh, we normally uh, go out with a song, and we have not discussed this. We figured we'd discuss it at the end of the episode. So Blake, what what are your ideas? What do you think we should play? Uh, well, I don't know if we can get away with playing this song, but I would love for the audience to hear "Hero" by Nickelback and Seether. <laughs> okay. I- <laughs> Uh, uh, I could probably get away playing part of the song, but probably not all of it. Uh, well, you know what part you need to play. Say that a hero can save yeah. us. Okay, yeah. You okay. got to play the best part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> what y'all are going to hear is, uh, the all the way out, is the chorus, the song Hero by Chad Kroger and the dude from Saliva. I don't remember saying. Oh, I said Seether. Whatever. Same band. Saliva and Seether is, is definitely it? the same band. No, no, or is it Seether? It is Seether, because right, Saliva is... No, no, it might be the guy from Saliva. Ah, who hell knows? Which is, which, is the, which is the one that has the singer from Slipknot in it? Because he's in one of those, isn't he? Isn't uh, Corey Taylor? Yeah. Um, I, I thought so. Isn't he in one of those little side uh, shit projects? Hold oh, on. in like a side project. I'm thinking uh, like on a Spider-Man song. I'm like, dude, no, that's Dashboard no, no, no. Confessional. No, I'm thinking he's in one of those... Uh, what's his name? Corey. Oh yeah, Stone Sour. Stone. Okay, so one of those S bands. Okay, so it's. I think it is the singer for Saliva. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, it you, really doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. You got. <laughs> I hope we're both wrong. It's from Spider Man One or Two. It's from Spider Man One. Okay, so enjoy the. Because Spider Man Two. Because Spider Man Two had a banger soundtrack. To yes, because that's the one that had Vindicated. Uh, yeah. And all, yeah, that was a good. One. It had Jet on it. I think it was on it. T- Taking Back Sunday was on it. Mm. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so you guys enjoyed this tidbit from a uh, Canadian classic uh, <laughs> from the from the soundtrack of the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Twit, twit. <laughs> <laughs>